I'm Katerina, and this is Katerina Now. Since the coronavirus shortage of toilet paper, I haven't been able to wipe my butt with some good toilet paper in a hot minute. Someone was telling me, why don't you get a bidet? I thought to myself, there's no way I can get a bidet. Bidet is like a whole ass toilet or toilet attachment that basically is used for washing your genitals and anal area. Kind of shoots water and cleans the good stuff. I know, right? Sounds delicious. So I started thinking about it. I realized that bidets don't really work for everybody because I mean, we all have different body shapes and asses, right? So imagine somebody has a flat ass, flat ass Sally. She has no problem cleaning her butt. She got no depth to those cheeks, ease of access for the water flow. But whereas thick butt with that depth, you need to clean that with a strong stream of water, right? To really clean the butt. That's a lot of meat you gotta move to wash the booty hole. And obviously I can't just be a gentle stream cause it's not gonna clean anything. You're gonna have to have some power behind that water, especially after a major shit. There's gotta, and there's different types of shit. You know, you got that quick dupe and scoop. You got the loud and proud. You gotta leave something feeling like you lost 10 pounds. And finally, the destroyer. Shit's intense. No pun intended, of course. Yeah, so I've decided against the bidet. And now I feel like this whole thing's basically over. So I found some toilet paper, so I'm good. Thank goodness, but that's my story. I had just recently clocked out of work and I was just kind of relaxing, sprawled out, waiting for my other coworker to get off. And I'm not gonna lie, I was at peace. I was feeling good, you know, it was the end of the day, the weather was nice outside, so I couldn't wait to get out there and really enjoy it. And my coworker walks up to me and tells me, wow, you look really burnt out. Or no, he said, you are a burnout. And I was like, yeah. But then I realized after he walked away that he said you are burnout and you don't, not that you look burnt out. And I was like, maybe I misunderstood him. So I was like, hey man, uh, what did you mean by that? <laughs> and then he told me, I guess that apparently Buddhists light candles and then the first candle to burn out and that you're basically at peace. Which at first I thought, oh, this guy's calling me a burnout. Like, I'm the weakest link, the first to go? Excuse me, but I think I'm a pretty strong link in this chain here, just because I was relaxing. But then he was like, I'm at peace with myself, and I was like, okay, I think I could roll with that. At peace? I'm feeling that. I feel like I'm at peace. So since the outbreak of the end of the world, I've been doing a lot of online shopping and things. Well, I lie. I don't shop a lot online because I'm like broke, but I have been online a lot, <laughs> like in my email and things. And you know, I started thinking oh, with all this crazy stuff being posted about the murder hornets and it's just crazy all the stuff that people are finding. I'm starting to wonder what if the Nigerian prince is real? What if like somebody really did give their money to a Nigerian prince and he's been waiting for them this whole time, just waiting for them. Someone to come pick him up from the airport or someone to unlock the chest so he can come fly to you and be with you and reward you with your 10K. Sometimes I wonder if he's out there waiting for me right now. If I, if I had sent the money, I could be a millionaire or something. Sometimes I wonder if he was really there. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know he doesn't exist, but that'd be funny, right? You know, I don't think they let parents know that your first child is probably going to end up like the first pancake you eat in the morning. They don't turn out right. 
I don't blame parents 100%, but I feel like society doesn't really prepare parents for what they need to know before causing permanent childhood trauma. I mean, how to have the perfect amount of childhood trauma in your life to be funny but not socially crippling? It's an art. I mean, I think I turned out pretty great, right? Guys, guys, you, you think I turned out great, right? Right? So I know my parents love me, but could they at least like, mm, push me to do a sport? I'm out here doing a podcast because no one forced me to join softball or maybe competitive chess at least? Come on. I mean, as the oldest, I'm really carrying the load here as the guinea pig. Like, everyone knows when you're the oldest, you have younger siblings. Especially when, you know, your age differences by a lot. Your parents go soft on them, like wet noodles. And you're like, uh, how come you don't yell at them for not matching their socks? Then they're like, oh, I never, I never yelled at you for something like that. And you're like, mm, yeah, you whack. Because that's not how I remember spending my evening scared shitless. Because you threatened me with a fucking spoon. But I feel like at the end of the day, all our parents love us. And life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what childhood trauma you're gonna get.